Hey everyone, uh, Clay Groves here, Chief Executive Fish Nerd of the Fish Nerds Podcast. Welcome to the show. This week, uh, the nerds are taking the day off or the week off because my, my parents are visiting and I'm getting ready for a trip to Philadelphia. So we've got a great Fish Nerds throwback for you this week. This is episode 19 and this is the only place you can hear this old show. Uh, it's actually very funny, and it makes me miss Dave more and more. Enjoy the show, and we'll see you next week. Five, four, three, two, Somebody's heart one, zero. Hello and welcome. And now, on with the show. Alright, here we go. All right. Welcome to the Fish Nerds Podcast. It's the latest about fish, fishing, and eating fish. I am Dave. And I'm Clay. Together we talk about fishy stuff that's happened to us, people we know, and other fish nerds we've seen. Anything is fair game, and it's a good bet that Clay's new dog will eat his microphone during this podcast. <laughs> Your dog is eating everything. I, I, uh, she loves to eat things. <laughs> I, I'm I'm liking the uh, the messages that I see on Facebook from you. It's like, up oh, the dog uh, just ate his collar. Oh, she ate her harness, her leash, a couple pairs of shoes. I mean, just eats things. And and they're they're let's like, get a, let's get a new dog. It'll be great. God. And it's um it's like eat gone, right? No, no, she's she's not swallowing it. That would be terrible. Oh, okay. She's just destroying it. But she's, you know, she's she's a puppy. And she's learning. Oh, see, I I thought I thought this animal was like eating all those things. Funnier, yeah, it, yeah, funnier that way. Anyway, let's get back anyway. to uh, the podcast. Actually, <laughs> come on, we haven't got the introduction done, and we're distracted already by dogs, like shiny objects. I know. Ooh, um, pretty. <laughs> anyway, we have barrelfuls of things to talk about today. Uh, we're going to discuss fish nerds on TV. Ooh, yeah, it's a, big, big doings. <laughs> very big doings. Um, we'll also talk about friends that we've met through that process, and then we'll talk about Stump the Fish Nerds. Oh, man. It's such an important part of the podcast. <laughs> so important. <laughs> and then uh, we'll, we'll talk about our podcast sponsor. We still have a sponsor. Isn't that awesome? Still. Ah, three weeks of it. I know. That's great. <laughs> um, and then there is horrible bait. Horrible bait section. Um, I went fishing. I went fi- Yay! Yay! Late October, I'm out fishing. So we'll, Good job. we'll talk about that and the interesting things that are found along the shore. <laughs> um, then of course we got fish in the news. That's our it's biggest. Really, really big fish nerd news this week. So. <laughs> and this week in fish nerd nation. So plenty, plenty to talk about. We always have lots to talk about. Yeah, we do. Um, let's jump right into this. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about this TV thing. Oh, so uh, those in the know know exactly what <laughs> we're talking about. But those not in the know, uh, Dave and I got invited to um, to an open casting call for a fishing-type TV show. We can't divulge the nature of the show or any uh, who the production company is or any of that stuff at this point. Uh, we don't want to. We don't want to wreck the deal, and we don't really know. <laughs> and we don't know. <laughs> we don't really quite understand what's going on. But well, we know who who the players are. <laughs> we just don't know what's going on, if, and we don't want to wreck it by talking about it too much. If they gave the real name, 
That, mm-hmm. That's that's the question. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, we, we do have to be a bit sly about this. But we could talk about lots of things about how fishermen, you know, out on the water, very close to the vest, right? You you, mm-hmm. you go up and you say hi to one and they, they kind of nod and go, hey, hey. And you ask them if they're catching anything and they say, oh, hey. uh, yeah, a uh, yeah. couple small ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but give them a hint of fame. Get oh gosh, they'll the, give me the GPS coordinates of those big fish they're catching. I got a video camera and I work for a TV show. Well, let me show you where the big fish live. <laughs> I won't tell a complete stranger with no cameras, but I will tell a national audience exactly where to catch a big brook trout or lake trout. <laughs> I know it's the, it's that whiff of fame. So um, the, the I think it's reality TV. It's doing it. I, I'm not talking about it, <laughs> but we, you know, you, you go on TV and you see truck drivers becoming famous. You see, uh, uh you know, all sorts of people becoming famous. So why, so why not? Why not? Us? It's got to come from somewhere, right? Right. And if, and who better to be famous than the fish nerds? <laughs> Actually, more famous is what you want to you say. You know, and I, and Dave, I think I'd be so good at being rich. I can't tell you like how good, but I would be excellent choice. If you were choosing one person to make rich, choose me. Yeah. Okay. I'd be excellent at it. I would, I would buy stuff so that I would be supporting the economy. You know, you're uh, always about the support of the economy. That's one that's of the things right. I admire about you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I might take a person fishing who's less fortunate than me, which if I'm rich is everybody. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you would carry it well. You, I would. I would. I would also wear platform shoes. <laughs> nice. Because that way I could always be looking down at people. I'm pretty tall anyway, but I want to make sure that I'm all the way there. So please choose me. And make me rich and famous. That's yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Well, let's let's hope it goes yeah. that way. So, let's so hope. what what do you want to divulge about this uh, scenario? Well, I, I, I you know, I, I think I think we should talk about some of the people we met or who showed up while we were there. Some old friends, new friends, and you know, it's funny. We 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 went there. A lot of anglers from New Hampshire went on the same day, and we kind of all knew who was going to be there. So it was fun to match these online Facebook names. With real people's faces, so it was. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, that's right. And fame is really just a matter of scale, right? In, right. In that- so you and I, you and I are New Hampshire famous. <laughs> well, you're big at the dump, I know, because <laughs> every time you go to the dump, somebody recognizes you. Yeah, you're that guy. Yeah, and, and of course, you and your DMV stories. So, <laughs> but we got all that in the bag. For us, this was a little bit of a you know, walk of fame because there there are these. Um, uh, forums that people go on and talk about primarily ice fishing, um, is the ones we follow. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, these folks have their, their handles and we know them only by their handles. And it, right. We had, who do we see there? We saw, we saw, let's just throw handles out here. We got uh, Jigger, <laughs> uh, Laker Taker, Guinea, <laughs> Dipsy uh, was there. Yo, Adrian. <laughs> yeah. Ad- yeah. Yo, Adrian was there. Yep. Who else? Uh, bunch. I can't remember all their names. And a guy named Curtis. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much sums it up. The uh, a guy named Curtis. It was about 60, 70 people throughout the course of the day came through. Right. And what, what's your what's your handle on those things? Uh, mine is Potato Man Soup. <laughs> now, I, where did that come from? Okay. So when I was in high school, I was <laughs> young and dumb, and I had a girlfriend. 
and she was moody, mm-hmm. and I blamed her PMS on being moody. And I had a friend, but by the way, terrible mistake. Yes. Because she wasn't my girlfriend for long after that. <laughs> Go figure. But, <laughs> I never know these things. But uh, <laughs> so I had a friend there who had no idea what PMS meant. So we spent the whole rest of the night just making up different things that it could stand for. And the one that was funniest to me was potato man soup. So then when I'm choosing online handles, I wanted to, I didn't want to be clay 787. I thought I'd choose three words that nobody would ever put together. And so I'd be the only guy on the internet with that, with that handle. And so that's where that came from. It's a stupid story. And I'm sticking with it. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so glad I asked that question. <laughs> you always ask that question. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, we came up with some great PMSers. <laughs> um, feel free to share your own. <laughs> it, right. Um, so yeah, my handle on that is much, is very boring compared to that. Um, it's craw pie. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Craw pie. That's that's how we pronounce crappy in Indiana. Mm-hmm. You, know, you go out and catch some craw pie, and uh, you know, crappie actually is, mm-hmm. is would be better, but that one was taken. Um, but anyway, Riv- riveting story. Dude. I know mine compared to the man. potato man soup. Jeez, <laughs> you never knew that story. No, I honestly <laughs> did not know that story. So that's uh, see, I thought all this time fishing with me, you knew everything about. No, me. you're you're a mystery, Mister. <laughs> Every time I see you, you're a mystery. Good. <laughs> um, but so, so this, this endeavor was neat because this, um, this casting call was done in a bar, which makes sense. And they gave us beer. They did. We walk in and they, 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 they sign you in and you get a picture taken. You got to hold up your phone number in front of your chest and they take your photo and then they give you beer coupons. <laughs> And, they, and you just have to you get in a room full of other anglers, all these fishermen. These guys are all, almost all of them, big, burly, furry guys. <laughs> I mean, just really a big, hairy bunch. It's like a biker bar for fishermen. Right. All yeah. fairly socially awkward. <laughs> really? Not fairly. I mean, most of them were really socially awkward. I mean, thank goodness we all had one thing in common, which is fish. Because otherwise, what do we talk about? Hey, some beard you got there. Well, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> I do like to trim it and manscape on a regular basis and uh, <laughs> like to keep my sideburns equal on both sides. I have a ruler and a little template for my mustache. You know, beyond that, what else are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. So, uh, so. And I got there, I got there before you. And so I had like a half an hour of this kind of, what do I talk about? So luckily, <laughs> luckily, uh, Tom from, uh, BIP, Big, I- Big Island Pond Outdoors. Yep recognized me from inter- from the internet yeah uh, and he says he says you're clay <laughs> and i went yes finally <laughs> i am clay thank you thank oh. you oh i now i have someone to talk to i had no idea i'm like all right i know how to order a beer i don't know how to start a conversation with all these big guys <laughs> um, awesome yeah so he was there with his yeah. kids right his kids. And it's interesting because I said, Tom, you're from VIP Outdoors. He goes, well, that's not my company. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, he goes, my kids, uh, Josh and Zach, own VIP Outdoors, and they're PK Lure Pros. 
I, which I don't know what a pro is. <laughs> this but sounds like a tax dudes, dodge. Is what I, I, like. I, I have no comment. I'm hoping that they will buy uh, advertising on our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but but I had like I'm like oh because these kids are like looks like they're 15 and 17 yep. probably yeah young, young kids and they they were super nice and they brought us they, you and I they gave us a whole bunch of PK lures. I I have not seen yeah. these by the way. Uh, I'm hogging them. You are hogging them. Uh, there, there's a couple that I just can't wait to drop through a hole in the ice, and uh, I'll give you the ones I don't want to use. Thanks. But <laughs> they're just they're nice looking lures, so we'll we'll give them a shot and see how they do. Uh, but the kids own the company, and I I actually interviewed them using my iPad before you arrived. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I play it for you, except it didn't come out, so I can't play it. <laughs> but it was awesome. It was awesome. I was so funny. Uh, <laughs> But super nice people, and uh, the uh, it's interesting because I watch. They have a, a YouTube channel. Yep. So if you go to YouTube and just do a search for BIP Outdoors, you'll find their channel. And uh, their kid, uh, I think it's Zach, the older one, has a potty mouth. <laughs> like he's so he was so quiet in real life. Like when I met him, he didn't say three words. Yep. But on the YouTube channel, it's a blooper reel, and he's just f this mother f bleep. like I'm like, whoa, what are you seventeen? It's total potty mouth. So, it, but but really fun to watch. So I highly encourage everyone to to check it out. You can go to BIP uh, Outdoors on Facebook and watch all their videos and stuff. Yeah, and uh, they're a riot. I mean, they're really funny people. And so. since this is a fishing podcast, we'll we'll say that they were catching white perch mostly on that uh, blooper reel, the one I saw. That's the same one I saw. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And I love, love catching white perch. Yeah. So I'd like to go out. And uh, these guys are great too because they cook everything. You know, so they're like us where they're catching and cooking fish and talking about how that is. So, you know, nice juxtaposition to all the catch release anglers that are out there. Yeah, exactly. They're big on uh, posting a lot of recipes and things. So that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So they're good guys. <laughs> really funny. <laughs> really funny. <laughs> so we saw them. Um, and then, so, so the key to this. So if, if you ever have to go redneck dating, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is like, <laughs> which is basically what this was. It really was. Oh man. <laughs> um, bring, bring a prop. Mm, so it sure helps. It does help. So there was, there was a guy there who, who, uh, was fairly quiet, you know, like like most of these. But then he had a box full of fishing gear. Oh yeah, and they there were these about. cool ice traps. Yeah, from that was Michael, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike. and uh, we, we, I think I interviewed him. I haven't checked the audio yet, but uh, he was talking about these ice traps and the origin of Indian Hill ice traps. And you can check it out at www.indianhillicetraps.com. And uh, he, it was neat because he would bring them out and he'd demonstrate them and they, they were really well built, really, really nice looking, a lot better than any sort of ice fishing crap I put together for the season. So. <laughs> well, he invented these. He owns a patent on these. His name is uh, Michael DeVillers. Oh, nice. And uh, and he owns a patent on these things. He's really proud of them, so he brought them all with me. He gave a bunch away. Yeah. Like, I know he gave BIP a couple of them. Uh, he gave us one and we're actually not going to use it, Dave. Well, I, well, again, I haven't seen this thing. So you, you oh, it's, it's in my car. We're going to give it away, though. We're not going to use it. <laughs> okay. So we have a contest coming up closer to Christmas, and we will give away a uh, ice trap from Indian Hill Ice Traps. It's super nice. Super nice. And um, and I was interviewing him. If if we find the audio, uh, um, 
we'll, we'll get it posted. Um, and, you know, I was talking about the origin of it and he goes, well, I was using these traps and well, I won't tell the name and, and they were unsatisfactory or something like that. <laughs> so he's basically saying the, the ones he had suck. <laughs> so, well, and like a true fish nerd, he says, well, fine. They don't make the ones I want in my head. I know what I want. I'm just going to do it. He's going to do it himself. And so he did. And so we, we love guys like that. Yeah. And uh, he had a. T- so, what's your name? Like the Villas. And you're here with a box of ice fishing gear. How did you get into making these tip ups and tip downs and everything else? Started in 90, 99. I uh, was fishing up on Lake Champlain. To translate to New Hampshire, it was a wicked I'm long time gonna, ago. I'm not going <laughs> to. Wicked long time ago. Got it. I'm uh, not going to mention the brand of traps I was fishing, but I. Uh, but they sucked. <laughs> exactly. I had a, uh, a spool. A spool get ripped off from a northern, uh-huh. and uh, it kind of became my quest to start building something. I like you oh. on a quest. Quests you know are good. I mean? Yeah. So you got a quest to like build one that wouldn't suck. Exactly. And you ended up with these. And what's the brand called? Indian Hill Ice Traps. Indian Hill Ice Traps. And you know, Clay and I saw these. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clay really likes the inline uh, reel, inline which I know you, you don't make those, but anyway, no. he likes those. But uh, uh, so that's these are, uh, thirteen Fisher. Oh, thirteen Fisher. Where can people get these things? Right online. www.indianhillicetraps.com. Uh, I got a full store right on there. Uh, so, simple, simple. if you had to give one tip for catching northern pike, what would it be? The biggest gold you can find. Golden shiners. Yeah. Biggest shiners. golden shiners you can find. Yeah. Golden shiners, uh, fall fish. Yeah. How do you keep fall fish alive? I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I my goldies. <laughs> you just, just you smack their heads and Dead cut them good. up and oh. throw them on the bottom. Bloody scales everywhere. <laughs> that's, that's, that. that's the kind of advice we want to hear. That is the kind of advice. Because I would have looked for a live one. I would have thrown away dead fish. I will nothing. fish them live, but I don't like them too live. I won't smack their heads, stun them. They go really slow. Grab a pair of scissors, trim their fins. Oh. The two in the front, clip <laughs> one of them. I'm not sure oh. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Clip one in the front. Yeah. Clip their tail a little bit. They get all stupid in the water, and the pike just. Now I met a guy. In Ver- Michael Lazy. I met a guy in Vermont who said he used to use baby ducklings for for pike bait. He would put a rubber band on their back with a treble hook on them and send them running across the weeds. Is that something you're into? No. No. <laughs> I'm sick, but I'm not that sick. <laughs> well, that's all. We're going to end on that. So, uh, fishnerds.com. Awesome. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> that's really funny. That's <laughs> Did you see that? That so there was the <laughs> there was the tip up. And then, uh, he brings out this apparatus and Mark Beauchene, who's with Fish and Game, he's like their, their fishing. We're like name dropping like crazy in the first 10 minutes of this podcast. <laughs> Who else do we know? Well, Bill Dance was in the corner. <laughs> and Hank Parker was, uh, running oh, the jukebox. I don't know those guys. <laughs> Famous fishing people. Um, oh, okay. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, Mark, Mark Machine said, Oh, that's a, that's a tip down. And, uh, what it was was this fishing rod that basically was basically a flag went up when a fish took the bait and then you could pick up the rod and fight the fish with the fishing rod. That's what we're giving away. Oh, that's great. I actually want that. I mean, oh. I wanted the other stuff too. I don't fish, uh, uh, the traditional 
uh, traps very much, but I thought the tip down was awesome. Well, you can't have Dang. It. All right. You're going to have to win our contest. All right. And the, and the way our contests go, no one enters anyway. So you have a good chance. Good chance of winning it. <laughs> it was a to- totally cool thing. So, uh, and, yeah. and like I said, Mark called it a, uh, a tip down. Yeah. I'm not sure that's right. Either. Yeah. Mark drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mark. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, uh, what, what else is there to talk about? There? Well, I think we need to talk about the newfound circus a little bit. <laughs> The Newfound Circus is this group of ice anglers from Newfound. Like we've talked about them before. Super bunch of guys who, uh, and girls, mostly guys, uh, who Men. really focus, focus heavily on obviously Newfound Lake in New Hampshire. And they're all like these insane ice fisher people. They own a village on the lake all winter long. They put up like Bob houses, all this giant cluster in the same spot. And it's a village of, just chaos <laughs> on the ice. <laughs> yes, it is. And, um, you know, Newfound is an, is an unusual, unique lake, I think, in the yeah. state. It's, uh, it's at least very deep and, I don't know, kind of isolated compared to some of the other lakes, I guess. And the water is probably the clearest water in the whole state as far as lake water goes. I mean, you can – it's just a crystal clear. You can put a camera down. You can see for such a distance. Yeah. It's, it's kind of an interesting lake to fish. And interesting lakes breed interesting – uh, anglers. So. Yeah, and a lake like that where you don't catch very many fish, you have to be interesting to stay on it the whole winter. I mean, there's something <laughs> unique about someone who has the patience for that lake. Right. And they- <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't us. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the Newfound Circus came uh, blowing into this event. Well, they partied ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was preparing, I think. Is- yeah, some of the, well, and a few of them were really well prepared. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Talk about method actors. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, our old friend Guinea, who, uh, her name, is Ste- her name is Stephanie. She, uh, she's been fishing with the fish nerds twice. Yep. And, uh, we never catch any fish with her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we were, we were happy to see her there. And then, uh, there was, you know, Laker Taker and Jigger, but, uh, and I, and I'm, I'm about 80% sure this other guy was from the Newfound Circus. But what's his name? Curtis? Curtis. And Curtis is, Curtis. is from Vermont, I think. Oh, so he wasn't part of that group. I, I don't think he was part of the group. Well, they, they, <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> he might have been. I'm not sure Curtis knew what part of the group he was. I, with. I couldn't get it out of him, but he had like eight friends named Dave, so he remembered your name, no problem. I know. It was, it was hard time with my name. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Curtis boy, he was, uh, he was, he was the dude. He, uh, he had the, 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 the Curtis vibe. Let me describe Curtis. <laughs> All right. Have you ever seen a, uh, one of those all day suckers, <laughs> you know, like a circle on a stick? Oh, well, he had one leg. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And, and he was he was okay with it. He was okay with he had a pair of shorts on, so it, He did showing off the uh the, the titanium leg he had. Yep. And I was uh, and I was talking to him and he said that only that happened like a couple of years ago. Yeah, wow. Not very long ago and he said, you know, he's been ice fishing that a couple of years ago it got slow because you know, he lost his leg and that slowed him down and uh yeah. but now boy last year was good. So um well, well he he was great at telling stories. He guaranteed us he can catch us any fish in New Hampshire. Yeah, within the week. Uh, within a week he can get a white fish. I and I and I, I don't I don't doubt him. <laughs> but I'd like to see him yeah. <laughs> do it. 
<laughs> but he, uh, I don't know how much we should tell about him, but he's not going to listen to the podcast. Don't <laughs> he, he, this, the, the, the event took place in a very busy shopping area, the same place that we speared a uh, white sucker a couple of years ago. It was a brook that runs right through the shopping district. Yep. And, uh, we're outside talking because he got kind of busy inside. And he goes, Where's the head? <laughs> we said, it was just up the stairs and around the corner. And he looks up the stairs. He looks at us. And he turns around, takes about 10 steps. And there's people walking, shopping, high-end shopping behind him, like <laughs> buying like baskets and things that people who spend money buy. And he's peeing in one of those like, half, <laughs> half barrels, you know, they have the plants. You know? And he's just standing there peeing. And, and of course, no one's going to say anything because the dude's got one leg. So they don't want to like... You know, well, he's he's got one leg. I, what am I going to tell him? He can't pee. It's <laughs> <So. laughs> great. Yes, he would be an excellent advocate for the uh, for you know accessibility issues. You know, because uh, he, he was he was right. The the bathroom was upstairs and not really uh, you know accessible. So, uh, boy, talk about right to the point about how he feels about those things. So, well, he had to go. He did, and he went right there. And it was so funny because here's people walking by and. <laughs> and, and of course, you know, all the people watching him who were hanging out talking to him when he did this, none of us were being silent about it. <laughs> we're always like, is he peeing? Yeah, he's peeing. It's like everyone knew it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I have some iPhone shots. I'll, um, I can post those. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, I liked him. Yeah. I liked him. I'm afraid of him, but I like him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a character for sure. It is indeed. So anyway, that's uh, the event. We can't tell you uh, much more about it. There's a lot to tell. And if we get the job, of course, we'll tell you all about it. If we don't get it, we'll tell you honestly about it. So let's see what happens on that one. Yeah, but it was yeah, All right. very interesting. Yeah. So, um, hey, speaking of interesting, Dave, you know this podcast is being sponsored by Thrive Outdoors. Really? Yeah. Well, tell yeah, me about Thrive Outdoors. I will. Listen, Thrive Outdoors is a uh, clothing company from California. They're just a startup, and they're selling outdoor apparel and gear, and they're trying to increase their Facebook presence. So, if you like our podcast and you like us and you want to keep us going, well, keep them going. So visit their Facebook page at facebook.com slash Thrive Outdoor Products. And while you're there, you know, hit the like button, tell them Dave and Clay or the Fish Nerd say hi and, you know, buy a t-shirt or two, you know, and support them. Helps us, helps you. Yeah. Helps everyone. <laughs> and we are entertaining. And if you want to keep us on the air, you got to support our sponsors. We are the world. Oh, kumbaya, We buy dude. Thrive Outdoor products. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got nothing to add to that. Um, so. so the next thing is stump the fish nerds. Oh, man. No one called this week. I know. You know, we're giving away this cherry set of tip-ups to anyone who calls in with a fish nerds question. And, you know, at this event the other day, people said, oh, Clay, I was going to call the fish nerds, but I can't think of a good question. And I'm like, well, think of a dumb question because we can use anything. So <laughs> we we love this part of the podcast. And it's just not working. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have a surprise for you, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Groves. Oh, we're not giving away those tip-ups anymore. No, we, we are. Ah, all right. But um, I had the idea that Ooh. I would, uh, since we have no people, no people, geez, I talk, <laughs> I talk pretty. Um, Yay, shiny. <laughs> since we didn't have anybody call in, I'm going to quiz you. <gasps> 
So what I've done is I've pulled a fish up on Wikipedia. Uh huh. And I will begin reading the description and I will omit the name of the fish Uh and anything that would make it easy. Uh huh. And then you have to guess the fish as soon as you can. Oh my goodness. Okay. Name that tuna. Yes. So are Um. you ready? (laughs) Yes. The blank Uh is the only extinct species of the family Pomatidae. Pomatidae? Pomatidae. So kind of potato man soupish. Pomatidae. So it's the only extinct species. I don't know what extinct means, (laughs) but it's the only one. It's the only one anymore. It is a marine pelagic fish found around the world in temperate and subtropical waters. Say that one, marine what? (laughs) It's a marine pelagic fish. Pelagic. Pelagic. I I actually know what pelagic means. What does it mean? It means open water. It swims like, so it's not on the bottom. That would be benthic. Mm -hmm. So it's pelagic. Anyway, uh, except for, okay, uh, blah, blah, blah. The blank are known as the tailor in Australia. The tailor. They're they're known as tailor. And by the way, we're big in Australia. We are huge. <laughs> we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But, Taylor. So, so all, all our Australian listeners are down under and go, Oh, I got it. Crikey. I know. Crikey. Yeah. <laughs> Blive me. I know that fish. I can't even, I can't even do a whole sentence. <laughs> you just went through the whole British empire there. I, think. I know. I know. All right. Uh, um, so it's called shad on the east coast of South Africa. Really? The same fish? It's called elf on the west coast. Uh, <laughs> elf. And it's a fish I know the name of. Yes. And it's extinct. Yes. Are you sure? Oh, no, no. It's not extinct. It's extinct. Extinct. E-X-T-A-N-T. Ah, what's it I, look like? I, I'm not gonna, I'm reading this thing, all right? Oh, uh, okay. okay. Um, I think I'm on to it. Other when, you, com- when you said extinct, it lost me for a second. Oh, no. Extinct. Extinct. Yes. Well, that changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good eating and popular game fish. Oh, I know the, the fish. Bl- the blank. You, you know it already? I think I know it. But keep going. Okay. I want to hear the, what you say about it. I want to double the, check myself. The blank is a moderately proportioned fish with a broad. <laughs> I always love the phrase moderately proportioned. <laughs> They have eyes on both sides of their head, <laughs> unlike the disproportionate flounder. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this is a happily symmetrical fish. Uh-huh. Open water um, fish. Yep. So yep. A forked tail. Mm-hmm. The spiny first dorsal fin is normally folded back in a groove, Ooh. as are its pectoral fins. Coloration is a grayish blue-green dorsally, mm-hmm. faded to white on the lower sides and belly. Its single row of teeth in each jaw are uniform in size, knife-edged, and sharp. I know the fish. We, we fish for these. Yes, we have. It's a bluefish. It's a bluefish! Yeah. Yay! Yay! Go fish nerd! <laughs> <laughs> so what about extinct means? I don't know. I'm going to look it up while I'm, you're talking about I'm, the bluefish. The bluefish is a moderately proportioned <laughs> fish. You know, I grew up fishing for bluefish, Dave. I, I, yeah, I know o- this. Off the Jersey Shore. When my dad and I used to go trolling for blues. And we'd get like these massive blues. I mean, 
in my memory is about 40 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Wow, those are big fish. <laughs> reality, they're probably pushing 10. <laughs> but <laughs> still, that's... a teenager, you know? But also, but my first memory of bluefish was uh, I went to the Cape with my grandparents when I was a kid. I was probably 10 or 12 years old. Yep. And we were swimming in these uh, in shallow water. Uh, and there was a little island next to us. And this school of uh, pogies started floating around us. Like this huge <laughs> school of little fish called, they were calling them pogies. I pogies. Heard. Pogies. And then I saw blood in the water and these half-eaten pogies were floating <laughs> near me. Like just big bites out of them. And then a big fish brushed past my leg. I'm about waist deep in the water. <laughs> How old are you at this time? I was like 10 or 12. Oh and I'm thinking sharks. So I or Paku. Or, well, <laughs> I, luckily I was wearing my pants. You know, right. being from New Jersey, I never swim naked. Um, so <laughs> I climbed up on this little island, and these bluefish, which is later I learned they're bluefish. This huge school of them were chasing these these little uh, pogies all around this island. So I was surrounded by bluefish and bloody pogies, <laughs> and I'm on this island. I had no idea what to do, and a guy in a little sailboat, like a sunfish. <laughs> Came into the rescue and rescued me and ah. brought me to shore. You know, he was my hero. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's my bluefish story. That's a good bluefish story. Yeah. And then later that day, I was watching a guy. He would net a pogey out, put on a hook, and catch a bluefish. It was just that easy. And I, that's when I really decided I wanted to catch bluefish. Oh, yeah. Blue, they're, they're an impressive fish when oh, they start so schooling. Oh, yeah. so fun. Um, extinct or extent. Something like that is nearly just means it's an adjective and it means still in existence. Oh, <laughs> so I, I always like when they choose words that sound like they're opposite to mean the. Wait, just, <laughs> well, I guess extinct is gone. Extinct is existing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why they just uh-huh. didn't say well, living species, but whatever. Well, hey, Dave, guess what? You've won some cherry tip ups. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Maybe I'll give you a uh, Indian Hill ice trap while I'm at it. See, that would be great. A tip down. I would want one of those. I know you would. Well, they're only 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's good. They're really cool. Um, all right. So that's Stump the Fish Nerds. And until you call in, we're just going to keep doing stupid uh, trivia on each other. So, um... Oh, and believe me, yours is better. <laughs> Please call Stump the Fish Nerds, 607-378-FISH, 607-378. 378-FISH. Uh, anyone who calls between now and whenever I feel like ending the contest is going to win a set of five homemade tip-ups made out of cherry. And they're super pretty. They come in a nice box. You're going to love them. <laughs> Clay. Dave. What would you do to catch a big fish? How far would you go? How far is your moral fiber willing to stretch <laughs> to catch uh, a big fish? Would I use puppies for bait? Would would you use cut bait uh, um, kittens? No, I would not use kittens because everyone knows they're horrible bait. <laughs> How far would I go? I well, you know, it's funny because you brought this up because I was in Vermont last year, and it reminded me of this: is I was in a bait shop and I was asking a guy where can I catch a pike? This mm-hmm. is right on the Connecticut River down in uh, uh, near Claremont. New Hampshire, across the river from Claremont. I forget the name of the town. 
And uh, the guy says, well, when I was a kid, and I'm like, oh, boy, this is going to be <laughs> here, good. Here we I go. I love it. The guy was like 75, so I'm not ready for a good story. <laughs> well, we used to go out to that wee bed over there, and we would catch big pike there. They were probably 40, 50 inches long. I'm like, really? What did you use for bait? And I'm like looking around for old lures and things like that. Well, sure. my grandfather, he used to raise ducks. And I'm like, you use ducks for bait? <laughs> well, no. I'm like, oh, shoot. I use ducklings. And I'm like, oh, my God. what? And I'm like, and I'm like, all right. Well, I, I, first of all, I've seen people use frogs for bait, and that's horrible. Yeah, it is. I don't like it. I don't know why I've got a problem with it, <laughs> but just, you know, they hook them through the leg and they swim, in the, they swim around the weeds or whatever. I just don't like it. Um, but ducklings. <laughs> so I'm trying to imagine. So I'm like, wait a minute. So you take a hook and you would stick it through a duckling and throw it in the river? Well, no. I'm like, okay, good. So you're, you're, you're using a figure of speech and it's some kind of Vermont speak that I don't quite understand because I live in the opposite state. Maybe the hydrology is different or the green mountains make you say things that don't make sense. And he goes, well, uh, what I, what I would do is I would take a treble hook. I'm like, okay. And a steel leader about so long. He stretches his hands about seven inches apart. And I would take a duckling, and I go, oh, no, he really said duckling. He means duckling. And I would take a rubber band, and I would put it around the waist of the duckling and around that hook, and that hook would be hanging right off the tail of the duckling. And I'm like, you what? That's terrible. Like, I don't understand. He goes, well, hang on. Don't get upset. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty upset. I don't know. I don't like your story, <laughs> and I don't like where this is going. He goes, well... <laughs> What I do is I take my my fishing rod and I go out to the weed bed over the cutback over there and I would put the duckling in the water and I'd open my bale and let him go. And he would just run and jump across the weeds like and flop it around trying to get that hook out of his back. And I went, really? And he goes, yeah. And then every time the great big pike would splash out of the water and eat that duck. And I'd catch the pike. Wow. And I wow. And I said, Ed, then what? Well, then I'd eat the pike. <laughs> and I, what happened to the duckling? Well, sometimes he'd live. <laughs> God. And I'm like, all right. Well, hey, thanks for the fishing advice. I gotta go. I'm going to go back across the river now to New Hampshire where it's safe. <laughs> so, oh, oh, yeah. Boy, that would put a whole new spin on make way for ducklings. Oh, it? just yeah. can you imagine like, hey, kids, time to read you a story. <laughs> Quack, Mac, Olack, Oquack, and all the names of those ducks. Mac. Mac and Bait. <laughs> and then a pike came up and ate them all. Uh, by the way, I don't like that story anyway. Which one? Make way for ducklings. <laughs> what do you have against make? Uh, people love no, that. I mean, it's, it's a Boston you know, tradition. Look, it's they love it because it has all the Boston landmarks in it. And whoever wrote it is a genius because they knew forever people would buy that because it mentions all the landmarks. It's a horrible story to read. Like it doesn't read well. Quack, back, mac, fat. I just, it's not fun. I hate it. I, the pictures aren't that good either. I don't like that story. So I would, I would use that book for bait. My, <laughs> the, um, I forget the author. Do you remember the author? Uh, no. Somebody. Uh, they, don't, they don't like us anymore. 
No, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he wrote another book uh-huh. that is Blueberries for Sal. Right. And remember that one where she she's Robert kids up? Robert McCloskey. Yes, you're right. That you are right. And uh, so blueberries for Sal. We we had one of those when when my daughter was uh, was a, a wee one. Oh, we I'm reading those stories to her. Oh, I don't like that one either. <laughs> but she always would call it Sal for blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> like Sal was like, you know, sticking up for the blueberry. Right. And. Uh, Power to the Berry. Wow. That's all I got. Yeah, I don't like any of his books. <laughs> what do you have against the Blueberry book? I don't, I don't know. I just don't like how it looks. Boy. And he also got a book called Lentil, Centerberg Tales, Homer Price, Journey Cake, uh, One Morning in Maine, which I've also read and I don't like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not the same guy. Oh, yeah, that's the same guy. Robert Mikowski. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him. Oh, I got a Kazakot award. Woo-hoo-hoo. Let's see <laughs> you right. use those ducklings for bait. So, hey, the reason I, we brought that up is because <laughs> we're looking at a Facebook page of a lure company, and they make a mallard lure. Wow. And, <laughs> and so that reminded me of that story, and I thought it'd be fun to just put it out there um, on Facebook land and ask people, what's the most horrible thing you've ever seen for bait? And so if you're on Facebook and you're thinking of that and you have a good idea, post up on our Facebook wall and uh, we'll just kind of see what you say and hopefully that'll start a good conversation. I don't know. That would. And, and it does remind me real quick of a story. I saw an ad for a um, a charter boat captain out on um, Montauk Point a couple of years back. And his ad in the, in the fisherman's newspaper was responsible for four – fishing laws that ban the way this guy fishes. So he <laughs> he would do things so horrible <laughs> and so effective <laughs> that law enforcement would go, John, we have to outlaw that. <laughs> wow. He said he was responsible for like four or five specific rules. Wow. So he's fishing in a way that's perfectly legal until someone sees it and goes, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know why that's not illegal? Because no one does that. <laughs> Now we gotta make a law. Oh, he's that kid. I Dude. know that kid. <laughs> he's he's Curtis. <laughs> he oh, is, oh, so. by, oh, by the way, Curtis said he was gonna this winter take off his his metal leg and put on an ice auger and spin, <laughs> spin in circles to make holes in the ice. That would be something to see. That would be something to see. Wow. Yeah. I I want to be responsible for someone making a law. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, and it wasn't really just good. once. It was like multiple times. Wow. It's like, I'm so efficient, you know, and he was a shark fisherman. So whatever he was doing to sharks, it was, was like, impressive. Like he just targeted sharks? He, that was his big thing. Wow. Was, he was a, he was a shark charter boat guide fisherman and his methods were super effective and responsible for multiple rules. Oh, what, just <laughs> tell, tell me one rule. <laughs> I think it involved electricity. <laughs> it's always good. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I I never saw the guy, never met the guy, but his ad his advertisement was awesome. Wow. All right. Well, hey, let's yeah. let's let's move forward here. Yes, we're, Ford's. We're good, burning yeah. up this hour, and yeah, so. and we have we barely talked about fishing. Well, let's talk about fishing. You went to the Taylor River again. I did. <laughs> it's so near my house. And actually, it's one of the few rivers in the state that's legal all year round. Which is good. And, yeah. 
yeah, it's, it's good to be legal. And, um, so I had visions, um, of going out and being able to turn on the depth sounder and find schools of crappie. Cause, um, I know there, are, there's nice fish in there. We've caught them in the winter and, uh, I was, I've never been able to catch them only rarely in open water. So I got the kayak out and went out and, uh, had had little tube jigs, little orange and green and and red and white. I've had good luck with those in the past, and, and we're a no lead state, so I had to throw away all the jig heads I've had ever since I was like 15 years old. Well, you didn't have to and, throw them away. <laughs> put them on display someplace, you know, <laughs> poison the neighbors, something like that. <laughs> um, but then, uh, so so then we have these no lead ones, and so I paddled, 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 went all the way out to this to this. Uh, the deepest spot, which is only like 12 feet out there. And, um, and, and did the sonar sub search right throughout the whole thing. Didn't see a, a fish at all. Isn't that bizarre? <laughs> I don't get it. Well, they can, and they can so see then, your comment. I mean, we have friends who see the fish every time and we just don't. <laughs> well, the sad thing is, so I spent all this time out there. It, it was about a half mile of paddling to get out there. You're such a and, martyr. I know. It's just, I <laughs> poor, suffer. Poor I Dave. suffer for the art. Yeah. I know. Um, anyway, so then I paddle all the way back and just before I get to the takeout and I've already burned all the time that I had on this Sunday morning, I see a whole ton of fish mm-hmm. in, right, right in front of the bridge. Uh, <laughs> Did you turn the sonar RB on when you came by there the first time? No. <laughs> so I went right over them and then came back and saw them all there and they oh, were just man. laughing. Oh. But I did catch a largemouth. Um, it was a nice one. It was on a, a uh, 10-inch sluggo that was a unique color. Have you ever kept all your plastics in all together? I have, yeah. Big mistake. <laughs> big mistake. Cause well, if, you like, they, if you like multiple colors, it's a big mistake. <laughs> it's like psychedelic, you know, <laughs> weed-smoking lures, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so I caught this on this very unidentifiable color that I will never be able to reproduce. Oh, too bad. I know. And it, uh, but it was awesome. You know, it, it, there's nothing better than a sluggo that's kind of just cruising through and a fish comes up and hammers it. So, <laughs> um, it wasn't, it wasn't huge. It was maybe a pound or two. Well, um, it's bigger than n- the no fish you were catching all day. I know. And, uh, totally awesome. Yeah. So I got some pictures of it and I uh, was really happy. So good. What's well, excellent news? <laughs> uh, but what's interesting I is I didn't fish or, once a whole week. So that's. <laughs> So one of us has to be fishing. Someone has to do something. We're so screwed in November when either one of us fish. Although I, I think I was thinking about how you saying that fish can't be caught in November. I'm going to go out. My birthday's in November. So I, I celebrate my birthday for a week. And one of the days I'm going to focus on catching a big fish just so you can be proven wrong. Good. And we'll have something to talk about. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, on the way back, as I was getting the gear out, uh, it's, it's along this busy road and there's lots of trash and things around a lot of a lot of people fish there too so there's there's all the stuff that people bring when they go fishing and for the first time i saw uh, a pregnancy test wow <laughs> i know and it was such a it was it was a shock because when you see something like that there's a lot of story well there must be behind that well you know how it is when you're at prom and you uh, <laughs> after the prom you drive down to the beach and you're like hey baby you know <laughs> What do you think? We just park here for a while, maybe, you know, see what happens. Oh, yeah. Hang on a second. Let me just check something. <laughs> <We're> just... 
I know. I mean, is this, do you keep these in your tackle box yeah. next to the, yeah. you know, the pliers? Or you're, and the... you're fishing with your girlfriend. You're like, hey, I'm going to just check the oil. Oh, hey, while you're that, <laughs> why, while you're at it, can you check something for me? We just... <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's downtime uh, thing. You, you know, know, it's like you know somebody's so busy that they can't like take special time out to well, check it to see maybe, if they're pregnant. Maybe she bought the test, mm-hmm. and she didn't have to go to the bathroom. And, yeah. they're, and they're driving around. They're going fishing and stuff. It's <laughs> like, oh, I, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> and while I'm at it, you know, like let's. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe they're looking yeah. for spawning fish. And they use that for testing the hormone levels in the water to see if the fish have been spawning in that area. I think a law needs to be made. I think so. Where's that guy? (laughs) (laughs) This is clearly something that shouldn't happen. Never. (laughs) But um, our listeners will be happy to know or – I don't, I don't, I don't know how you'll feel about it. The test was negative. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. Thank goodness. I mean, do you want people reproducing? <laughs> Who are out there? <laughs> well, <laughs> checking while they're fishing. Yeah. Well, you know, fishing's important. It is, you know, but it might not be more important. <laughs> so anyway, they, um, honey, they, I got they, something to tell you. Okay. <laughs> Let's go fishing. You no, know, but it's really important. It can't be that important. <laughs> but no, it really is. Now, now, oh, you know, We're when you go- started, you started dating me. I told you, fishing first, <laughs> then you. Okay, fine, I'll go fishing with you. <laughs> but you're not gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, I have something to tell you. Wait a minute, I'll just show you. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so that was a first time for me. So yeah, that was interesting. Well, good. Uh, hopefully, fish. hopefully a last time for you. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Um, fish in the news. Fish in the news, Dave. What's fish that? in the news from the Telegraph. And, and the way fish in the news works is we search, we scour, scour mm. the world for interesting fish stories. And we report them back to you on Fish Nerds, the podcast. This is the UK Telegraph. This is the UK. Exactly. Yes. Pronounced uck. <laughs> so the headline reads. Mystery hum keeping people awake. Maybe lovemaking fish. <laughs> a mysterious humming noise, which is keeping people awake at night, could be down to, f- or could be down to fish making love, scientists claim. Uh oh. <laughs> these scientists, gotta watch out for these scientists. So the story goes, the noise, which resembles, which residents say pulsates through their homes, starts at about 10 p.m. And carries on all night. That's great. Cause, forcing- cause if we were fish, Dave, if, if I was a fish, it'd be like a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. These, these are impressive. That is, imp- is impressive. I mean, right away. I know. You know, I, I, that's and, why fish are so great. I mean, there's just nothing they can't do. Well, I'm impressed that there's, they're awake at 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, like 9.45. Well, look at the time. <laughs> oh, I got to work tomorrow. Oh, it's a- <laughs> it's a Friday night. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, good night. <laughs> <laughs> so scientists believe the noise could be being caused by fish having sex in an estuary <laughs> nearby Hythe, in, in a town nearby Hythe, near Southampton in Hampshire. Mm. Uh, midshipman male fish. <laughs> 
let out a distinctive drone to let females know they are searching for a mate. That doesn't sound like they're actually mating. That sounds like the cat call. Like that's like them. <laughs> baby, yeah. baby, 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 baby. <laughs> that's right. So they're not actually having sex making that noise. They're looking. They're looking to have sex. Well, fish sex is a slippery business, right? Well, yes, it is. <laughs> so there are a few that do that do it like the mammals do it. Okay. Uh, but most just kind of get next to each other and get excited, and then that's that's what happens. Right. Um, so maybe that maybe they are doing this. Maybe maybe they're humming and droning while this is going on. Wow. <laughs> so uh, I know it's just it must be a very happy affair for them. <laughs> must uh, the no. <laughs> mm. Mm. The noise can go on for hours and often increases in volume as competing males attempt to outcome each other. Do me, 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 it's not that funny. <laughs> I know it isn't. I don't know why. The noise can also be amplified by the sound bouncing off of buildings and ships. Mm, I bet. <laughs> the noise is famous in Seattle, Washington, really? USA. Really? Yes. You know, because I flew into Seattle, I never saw the <laughs> "Welcome to the Humming Fish State" or the <laughs> the home of the humming fish or the <laughs> "Welcome to the Horny Horn Fish." <laughs> this is the horny fish capital of the Northwest. <laughs> Um, mm. We got Twilight <laughs> and <laughs> and Starbucks fish. coffee yes. and they're so dreamy. <laughs> uh, as mid okay, uh, the, 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 I'm reading through here now. All right, earlier this month, New Forest District Council and the Environment Agency launched a joint investigation Ooh. to to identify the cause of the humming. How much money do they spend <laughs> to figure out that fish are doing it? You know, like. <laughs> We spent 200 million pounds, and all we found, the fish were making love, or whoopee, in the Queen's language. <laughs> That's my best English accent. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. It was it was as if I was in Southampton. You felt like it, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Ben Wilson said, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. <laughs> Uh-huh. That the bizarre sound is coming from the fish. Right. They are certainly sonic fish in the North Atlantic and the approaches and the approaches to the English Channel. Well, you know, if the fish are close enough to they can hear it with their regular ears. Yep. Couldn't they just record it and test it rather than like putting it in the realm of possibility? I mean, there's a scientist. I know. Just just check. Okay. Oh, yep, that's that fish. I can see his mouth moving. <laughs> And they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, although we do know, we do know that fish don't have vocal cords. We <laughs> learned true. that recently. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Linda Zamet of Woolston, Southampton, said, I thought I was going mad at first. I hear it every night unless it's windy or raining. Mm. It doesn't keep me awake, but it stops me getting back to sleep if I do happen to wake okay, up. Okay, so that keeps her awake. Right. So, so uh, you know, does it keep you awake? Nope. But I can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, there you go. So that's the fascinating news wow. from uh, South Southampton. Well, I'd say that's good news. All fish news. <laughs> All is good fish news. news is good news. Now, 
Could you mail them the pregnancy test? Because <laughs> they're awake. They're, while you're awake and hanging out with those fish, you're doing it. Maybe I'll just see if it's working. <laughs> and then they have a maybe. And then and then you'd have like all these male fish fainting afterwards. Oh no! <laughs> and you have all this. Um, ah! Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just a young fish. Oh, I should have used ruined. fish protection. Oh, I know. Oh, I wasn't paying Breaking attention dreams. in fish health class. <laughs> I, I thought if we did it on the bottom of the water, we couldn't get pregnant. <laughs> we, were, we were we were using the calendar method. <laughs> I thought if I hummed, it wouldn't work. <laughs> maybe they're not humming. Maybe they're like maybe it's coercion. Like, oh, of course I love you, or I'll call you tomorrow. Don't worry. <laughs> Here, have some wine. <laughs> Maybe they're just answering the question. Did you bring protection? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Will you love me forever? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want you to meet my mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, okay. I've got a boyfriend, but he lives in New Jersey. (laughs) 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 All right. Wow. (laughs) Why do we do this? (laughs) Oh, uh, I don't know. Is there more news? No. No. (laughs) We're done with the news. Let's move on to uh, this week in the Fish Nerd Nation. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the worst podcast ever. I know. <laughs> oh, okay. So, on Fishner Nation, mm. we found <laughs> we found a true artist out there. Oh, this guy's great, Wiley Woods. Mm-hmm. And Wiley Woods, I think we've discussed. Well, I, I won't say we've discovered it. Obviously, this guy is doing lots of work. He discovered himself. <laughs> he discovered himself. Um, he's so he's, good. He's so good. And he's mostly a hunting kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did this fish song. And uh, I'll play a little bit of it. And uh, sorry It's called uh, Fish Are Cute by Wally <laughs> Wiley Woods. I'm having a gay old day. <laughs> but I realize that they don't have vocal cords. <laughs> fish are cute, fish are cute. Can't make a pet because they taste so good. They shit where they live and they eat where they poop. And fish are cute. <laughs> Went last Tuesday and they started to hit. Threw back a green because they taste like shit. But I caught three more days of fish and chips. Fish are cute. Uh, can't make them pets because they taste so good. <laughs> the best part at one point in the song, this is all a video. You can check it out on YouTube or <laughs> fishnerds.com, is that he says he didn't try his dog because he's afraid he'd like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great stuff. So he is, uh, he is really good. So, um, you know, 
Fish are cute. Yeah. Doctors say we should eat them. So if you're not checking in every day on fishnerds.com, that's what you're missing. <laughs> that's what you're missing. Gold. It's, it's you're missing gold is gold, what you're missing. Gold. Yeah. Uh, and we had a check in from our friends in Australia. Oh, Christ. Good day. <laughs> what another Well, we've lost our friends bomb. in Australia. <laughs> uh, my English and my Australians are so good. So uh, spot on. Spot on. I'll do German next week. Um, nice. But our friends from uh, JR Adventures are these two young guys just starting out making uh, YouTube videos. I think they're trying to become the next Carl and Alex, but they got a way to go. Um, but they're they're starting but, out. They got a couple of GoPros, and they we shared a picture of them fishing for these things they call uh, what do they call them? juvenile Australian a, salmon, which look nothing yes. like salmon to me. <laughs> yes, but that's what they're called. You can tell I, by their accent. That they're yes, Australian and uh, <laughs> uh, the funny, I, you know, it's great. These guys are out on this estuary. They're catching these little fish. They're loving it. Um, the funny thing is, for some reason, their bucket is so far away from them. <laughs> Do you notice that? Well, maybe that makes the adventure. Maybe their whole quest is to catch all the fish in Australia and carry them as far as they can <laughs> to a bucket. <laughs> That's probably it. I mean, it's a long it's haul. It's a good haul. It's fun to watch. <laughs> it drop the fish three times and then drop it in a <laughs> Yeah, it's true. So they ended up putting them uh, in this bucket. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, really interesting. It's always, always great to get fish nerds from around the world. Yes. Um, chiming in and sharing. Because one of the, one of the bizarre things about fish and fishing is that the essence of it is the same, right? Mm-hmm. Throughout the entire world. It's like you have a line, you can't see what's going on, you feel a tug, you pull in a fish. Right. It's magic. It's, awesome. it's magic. And it's happening around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, I don't know, it's just a lovely thing, this fishing. It is. And it's, you know, I think it brings cultures together. So even those, even those people whose toilets flush in the wrong direction can be friends with those of us whose toilets flush in the right way. We are the world. <laughs> We are the fish nerds. Oh, man. Let's end this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that's it for another podcast. That is it. So oh, one word. Let's go through this closing. We wrote a closing. We should at least try it. Okay. You have listened to a couple of fish nerds when you could have been fishing. Mm-hmm. We'd like to thank our families for supporting us while we podcast. Go on Fishing Quest and do all sorts of silly things that middle-aged guys do. If you would like to support the Fish Nerds, you can like us on Facebook, rate us five stars on iTunes, or throw us a little cash to support our independent book. You'll get a little donate button now on our Fishers.com. Um, um, or um, buy some advertising on our podcast. Special thanks goes again our Fish Nerd Nation correspondent, Tim Moore of Moore, Tim Moore Outdoors, and our podcast sponsor, Drive Outdoor Products. We like those guys. So until next time, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could be. It's probably not. It's probably got some good stuff hiding in there. I'm stopping this thing. <laughs>